Many of our candidates are very quick to come back to us after they've practiced a case either with a consultant from one of the big three or a partner and talk to us about why the case did not go well. And I'm sure people listening to this call do this all the time as well. You know, you'll do a practice case with someone. If the case doesn't go well or, you know, doesn't work out the way you want it, you'll go back to a colleague and try to understand. You'll try to you know, dissect what really went wrong in the case. And we get that quite a lot. And we, we had a few situations recently where several candidates were coming back to us and saying, you know, Michael, I had this interview, but it didn't go well at all. And it's been a long time since we did practices, so, you know, practice sessions, so maybe I'm getting a bit rusty. And they will recite to me the the format of the case. And then they'll tell me, okay, can you, Michael, would you mind solving this and show me how you solve it? So I'll say, okay, I don't mind solving it. So I'll solve the case and then they'll say, okay, it's different from what the interviewer pointed out. And I'll say, well, that's that's obvious. It's going to be different because... I don't know how that interviewer wanted to develop the case. And then they'll, they'll be a little bit surprised by that comment and they're not sure how to respond. And this is, an, this is a very important podcast because what I'm going to point out to you here is very important. And it is something that I think if you, if you grasp the concept I'm going to explain now, it will really help you uh, in your preparation but also in your case interviews itself. There is a difference and there's always going to be a difference. If you took the same case to two different partners in the same office you will get different answers, right? I'll explain to you why. Now, when I say partners, you know, I'm sure if you took it to two associates and two engagement managers, you're more or less going to get different answers as well. The reason for that is very simple. Cases are not this you know, controlled black box with a predefined answer. Let me explain what, that, what I mean by this. When, when, I say, when people say case, when, 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 when these candidates come to us and say they received a case, they are referring to either the written information they were given or the initial outline of the case they were provided to by the interviewer. So at the beginning of the in case interview, the person would outline the case and ask them to solve it. So when someone says case, they mean just that initial information which they regard as the case to be solved. And, I, and actually that is not what the case is. A case is divided into three parts. And think of a triangle, right? An equilateral triangle with you know equal sides. On one point, you've got the case information provided at the beginning. On another point, you have the information provided by the interviewer throughout the case, right? We agree that throughout the case, the interviewer is providing you direction and feedback. We agree. So clearly, that is part of the case. Without that information, you cannot solve that case. So the information being provided by the partner is part of the case, right? Agreed? Then, also important, on the final point, you have the information you are provided. If, for example, you, let's assume you're doing a case, right, and you come up with a very interesting way to analyze an area that the partner may not have considered important. He may ask you, you know, Jane, yeah, that sounds interesting, explain to me how you will do that. Now, the mere fact that they've changed direction based on the information you have provided means that the case has changed direction. The point I'm trying to make here is that when you do a case, do not assume the case information is only what is written or provided up front. The case is or does include the information provided by the partner, the direction, the guidance, the emphasis, and the direction you are also giving the case. Because of these three variables, no two cases are the same. So when you come to someone and say, hey, you know what, do this case, I mean, they are never going to come up with the same approach as someone else, never. And if they come up with the same approach as someone else, it's coincidental in my opinion. 
Right? The approach it may be similar. The structure, I think there's a high probability, maybe 50-60% of the structure, the initial structure being the same. But the way the case will pan out to solve the case going forward, there's no way it's going to be similar. So just understand that, right? And let me explain to you why they will differ, right? Let me give an example of why they will differ. Remember, there's three parts of information coming into this um, case that defines the case. The, the emphasis you provide as the interviewer, the direction, sorry, the emphasis you provide as the interviewee, the direction and guidance the interviewer provides, and the initial case guidelines or initial case question. So imagine that you're doing a, a case for a startup, and the interviewer tells you, well, you know what? Um, there's this company that wants to open a overnight delivery service for cupcakes in Manhattan. They're online and they're looking for a lot of startup capital. We want you to analyze the feasibility of this case. Sure, you'll come up with your framework, right? But let's say midway through the case, the interviewer comes back to you and says, well, you know what? What if I told you that this startup, right? This startup, the owners already have committed half of their capital investment into leasing kitchens so they, they cannot break the lease. Now that information, which is not provided earlier, will change the direction of the case, clearly, right? And now if you take the written case that was provided at the beginning of that case and gave it to a colleague, that information that was provided later by the interviewer is missing. The information provided is very important, right, by the interviewer and also the direction you provide. But more important is the sequence or timing of when the information is presented, right? Let's assume right at the beginning of the case, when you start your analysis and provide your structure, the interviewer tells you, I just want you to focus on the financial analysis. Clearly, you're going to do all your work around the financial analysis, right? Now, imagine you gave the same case to a colleague, but that verbal cue from the interviewer to focus on the financial analysis is missing, well, clearly they will take a very different path. They may end up focusing on the market as analysis, the operational capability of the team, the product mix in the market. The point is, you know, do not take cases and share it with people and try to compare the results. You know, unless you're going to provide all three pieces of information, all three parts of the pyramid to the colleague, and in the sequence it was provided, and at the time it was provided, they are going to come up with different answers, right? And there's a concept here to keep in mind. I mean, you, you need to think of a case. I remember when I was a teenager, which was a long time ago, I remember reading these adventure books. The way the book was structured is that you'd read a few pages, and then at the end of the uh, three pages, they would give you a choice as a reader. They'd say, let's assume you're reading about how this person was walking through a corridor and he came up to two doors. He had a choice to open the door on the left of the door on the right. At the bottom of the page, it will say, if you want to open the door on the right, go to page 57. If you're going to open the door on the left, go to page 86. So I'm going to open the door on the right, so I go to page 57 and say, oh, you die, someone with a gun is behind the door. The point is the case is a lot like that. The choices you make in the case will determine where the case ends up. The, the, the direction the interviewer provides in the case will, de will determine where the case concludes. No two cases are the same. Uh, if you really like science, another way to think about it, I'm sure you've heard of Heisenberg's uncertainty principle at some point, but the point is that, you know, this famous guy Heisenberg said that if you want to know the position of, um, you know, um, these subatomic particle, a specific subatomic particle, I'm not going to go into the details, you cannot know its position and you cannot know its momentum. And what he said is that to know the position of something, you have to shine a light on it. And the mere fact of shining a light on it 
means it absorbs energy and its momentum changes. The, sp the momentum actually changes. So he says that as soon as you shine light on something, you'll, you'll take a snapshot of its position, but as a result of, of taking that position measurement, its momentum has changed. So you can't know both at the same time. Right? It's called Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Cases are a lot like that. As soon as the case begins, the case has changed. No matter what anyone says, as soon as that, you know, if you take any famous, you know, case book, even the cases we have on our website, as soon as you start working on that case, as soon as you've structured your approach and shared it with someone, the case has changed. The case is no longer the version that you started with. It's changed by what you've decided to emphasize, by the framework you've come up with. It's also changed by the feedback you've received from the interviewer. So keep that in the back of your head, right? Cases are not the static kind of um, uh, problems that you need to solve. Uh, some tips here on how to, to, to be aware of this. I think the first one is understand the pyramid concept. You are one part of the pyramid, the case is one part, and the information from the interviewer is one part. All three are important. I would say they're equally important. I mean, the interviewer is no more important than you in the case. I mean, BCG has this concept called facilitated brainstorming, which means you need to solve the case with the interviewer, right? So you're both working to solve the case together. And I like that concept, and that's what you need to do. You need to solve the case with the interviewer. What this means is have a conversation with the interviewer. And I, it surprises me how many people do not use the information the interviewer provides. They, uh, they treat the, the feedback from the interviewer as if it's um, less important than the original written information they were given in the case. That is, not th that is not true. The information the interviewer is providing is part of the case. In most cases, there's information that's provided to you and information not provided to you. So clearly, the uh, material the interviewer is providing in the case verbally is part of the case is just not provided to you in a written format. So you need to, to, to have this conversation and listen to what the interviewer is doing. And the third thing I would think is try not to be smart. You know, in, 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 as they say in the Deep South, don't be sassy. The point is this. A lot of people try to be smart. They try to come up with this sophisticated analysis that is not necessary. You know, you've got to understand what you're trying to solve, which is your key question. You've got to come up with a, a generic approach. And you've got to be able to talk it through. You know, most people will try to take the case and dazzle the interviewer with the insights at the end. If you do that, you're not working with the interviewer. If you're not working with the interviewer, that's one third of that of the triangle you're missing because if you're not working with the interviewer, you cannot extract information from them. So basically, you're only using two thirds of the information provided. Th that from the case and that that you are bringing to the table. It is vital that you have this conversation with the interviewer. Interviewers don't like smart people, they like logical people, analytical people. Smart people don't get consulting offers. Remember that smart people know things. Consulting firms look for people who can solve things. There's a difference. If you know things, you're an encyclopedia. If you can solve things, you have processing power. They are different. So always keep this in the back of your head. Just to summarize, when you, when you want someone to do a case that you've done, remember that they are going to solve it differently and that is expected because you're only giving them one third of the information that makes up the case. The other two thirds is the information you bring to the case and what the interviewers bring to the case. How do you fix the problem? Well, first thing is understand this. Second thing is listen to what the interviewer is doing and follow the guidance. And the third thing is don't try to be smart, but be logical to solve the case. As always, if you have comments, I'll be happy to respond.